<laughs> Hi. We made a jingle. We did. We did it ourselves because everything else cost £35. <laughs> Do you like it? I think it's great. I love it. I think oh. we did well and I'm really glad it took us about an hour. <laughs> So if any if any of our listeners out there have iPhones, like how do you use Garage Band? We don't know. We winged it. I don't even know if we are actually 100% responsible for that. Jingle. I think we're definitely not. Quite honestly, <laughs> that is largely due to Garage Band. Garage. Garage Band software. Yeah. Um, so, so thank you, Apple, for yeah. once. Um, yeah. So that was. Um, a lot of time. That was great. We wasted on that. No, I, I say wasted, good. I mean invested. Yeah. So, right, today we were sort of umming and ahhing as to what to do, so we kind of decided to do more than one thing. Yeah, like, um, we were having, like, a little chin wag um, uh, 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 pre-record <laughs> and... Um, pre-production, you Pre-production, mean. sold. Um, and we Fun. kind of decided that we were going to do, like, a little mixed bag yeah. of topics that we wouldn't necessarily make into like an entire episode nah but we could talk about for like a little bit um, yeah just rock rock yeah i like rocks just <laughs> rock show rock show <laughs> do you get it oh uh, no what's um, that from big bang theory oh, i don't really care for it no me neither but dom dom likes it and there's a character on there that's a geologist and he wants to go to oh, the, rock the guy show. with the big nose yeah. and balding heads and glasses mm. he's like a comedian i think in life in life yeah I, th- I think so but um yeah he wants to go to a geology oh the so, conference yeah. where he's like, rock, rock show yeah rock show. yeah i'm with you now very funny very funny <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought it was funny. Subjective, innit? Um, we all like different things. So, <laughs> yeah, we do. I think this is our first episode in December. It, no, it definitely is, because yeah. it's only the fifth, isn't it? Mm. We should have done this sooner, really, shouldn't we? But we got life got in the way, didn't it? Yeah. We're yeah. busy bees. I know, we Sorry. both do shift work, Sars. Um, it's a miracle that we actually get any of this done, considering who we are as people. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, Callum's been at my house now for what? Three, three hours? Three hours. Jesus Christ. And we've only just pressed record. We're good at this. We suck. Um, dick. Dick. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't. I would, have, I would suck my own dick if I could, though. Well, yeah. I'm putting that out there. Yeah. I don't mind that. Well, no. I think most guys I would. think everybody even, would. Even if they don't want to admit it, I reckon they would. Self-flate. Ooh. If pass, Jinx. Um, oh, no, I can't talk for the rest of the podcast. Take it away, thank India. Thank God. <laughs> so we've kind of come up with like eight topics. Yeah, we um, were going to do nine, but one didn't fit. Like really didn't fit. <laughs> no, it was a, definitely a bit of a sore thumb. Yeah. Right, that saying sticks out like a sore thumb. What? Be- I guess because if somebody's got a sore thumb, it's very noticeable. Nah. No. Nah. Just no. Okay, <laughs> fine. That's my argument. I'm sticking cool. to it. Sorry for derailing the podcast already. Uh, that's absolutely fine. Um, so, <laughs> we're going to start off by talking about what it's like to actually be a fully-fledged member of the grown-up society. I thought you were going to go race then. Oh. Grown-up race. No. Not to say that lot. one race is more grown-up than the other. That's Let's not, not get what... into that <laughs> okay. at all. Yeah, good steering. Well done. So, uh, me and Callum are... Young. Officially adults. Yeah, we are. 
I would say, have been for a while now. We're not young adults anymore, are we? No, we're just adults now. We're just actual adults. Well, so. I've, been, I've been an adult for almost 10 years. Yeah. Jesus. No. Yeah, because oh. I'm nearly 28. Yeah, but no, I think you're... St- aren't you still a young adult? I think you're a young adult until you hit, like, 20, 21. Oh, okay. I think that's when it changes, because that's, like, the last stage where you're not able to do certain things. Yeah. I think. And you're not allowed to be, go do that thing where people are like... Oh, yeah, but he's young. Yeah. I mean, he's young and stupid. It's like, no, you're 47, Brenda. <laughs> God damn it, Brenda. You should know better. And Susan. And Susan, Surrounding. Janet and Keith. Oh, all of these people all are of the them. worst. Unless you listen to our podcast, in which case you're great. You're the best. We love you. Um, so, yeah, we're both... Um, adults. Adults-ish. I would say we're not very grown-up adults. No, I think it's a good thing that both of us have partners that are better at dealing with adult stuff than we are. Yeah, because we would flail by ourselves. Yeah, 100%. So I say would, I mean I still flail now. Same. W- without Dom, I am... Nothing. <laughs> I'm nothing. Oh, no, you are. I am something, but it's definitely <laughs> something. <laughs> it's not a good thing, it's, is it? It's a lot. So, basically... <laughs> When we, um, I think it was me that kind of came up with this initial point about being a grown up. And what I wanted to talk about was, I think I came up with it just after me and Dom moved in together. And I had, prior to that, always lived at home. At home. With my mummy. With your mum. And security oh, and mummy. not having to pay bills. Can, and... can I just talk about point quickly? Because you reminded me of it by saying mummy. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt, and that was rude of me. Uh, very, yeah. But, but I'm running with it. Okay. So, <laughs> you look so angry, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm absolutely fuming. No, I think it's just my... F- I'm getting burnt by the fire. Are you? Because you're blocking all my heat. I'm getting quite chilly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you want to swap? No, because that would be loud. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this whole mummy thing, right? There you go. Um, oh, that is nice. <laughs> when... Right. And I think this is a gender thing right. in my own head, be it right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, when a girl calls their mum mummy, yeah. I don't feel that's much of a problem. When a guy of my age, 27, mm-hmm. calls their mum mummy, I don't think that's okay. Now... I think you should stop being so judgmental. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> maybe. No, no, I just, think... I think that's weird. Like, if I still called my mum mummy, I'd be like, oh, I'm a bit of a twat. I don't actually call her mummy. I mean, you just did on record. Yeah, but not, like, too... I don't go, oh, mummy, can you get me this? Oh, good, I'm glad of that, because that's weird. Is that weird, or is it just me? I feel like it's weird. I <clears throat> use it to kind of... Like, when I'm talking about, like, living at home and depending on her, it's, like, it's mummy. That's contextual, though. Yeah, that makes sense. exactly. But, but if I'm like, oh, yeah, my mum listens to our podcast, I'm not going to be like... Hi, Kitchen Viv. Hi, Kitchen Viv. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, my mummy listens to our podcast. Or would you call her up and go, hi, mummy? No. Because, ugh. No, i Like, I'm I know like, a guy who still does. No, and I'm I mean, like, that's weird. each that's... to their own. Well, yeah, fair. I mean, but I do think... Do your own thing. But it's like, you know that... Bitty sketch from Little Britain. It's a bit like that. It, yeah, it? it reminds me of that, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's. I am. Um, I used to care Suckle on for. Your uh, probably, yeah. I don't know. Were you I breastfed? I think I was breastfed. I don't know. I've never asked. No, me I neither. Really care. Do you think it matters? I don't think it matters. No, I don't I think didn't. you should judge someone for not being breastfed or for not breastfeeding. I think no, it's up I don't to the so. person entirely. Women can do what they want with their bodies. A hundred percent. Um. 
I used to care for a guy who... Oh, oh no! That's broken! Get off, sorry. Did you move? Because I stretched my leg and touched you my slightly. My toe was touching you and I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it felt uncomfortable. Right. Don't I used like to care for a contact. guy yeah. who was like 100. Wow. Actually? Yeah. Not, not nearly. Not like, oh yeah, he's like 100. He was actually 100. I think he's like 101. Juice. And his That's old. daughters called him daddy. Yeah. But they were really posh. I think it is a posh thing because I have the same experience with two ladies who used to come and see their mummy. Yeah. Who was like 80 something. Yeah. Oh, she was really cute though. Aww. She didn't, she couldn't say anything apart from, yes. Aww. And like, you, you go up to her and you'd be like, oh, I can't remember her name. I shouldn't say it anyway. No. But you come up to her and be like, oh, hey, how you doing? And she'd look at you and go, yes. And that meant good. Cute. I oh, know, she was adorable. But it's, it's, it must be I like a posh thing. I think it's a posh, a posh thing because that's, I, I've experienced that more than once. Like, adult children calling, calling their, their elderly parents mummy and daddy. I think now, especially in today's daddy context, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like, that's the thing, isn't it? I... Call me daddy. No. I d that wasn't to you. That was a general statement. <laughs> to anyone who wants to call me daddy. You can. I mean, you call me daddy, if you want. I'm going to call you father. Father. Um, I'd love that. <laughs> If you call if me called father, you father, I'd love it. If every time I see you, I'm like, Father! Yeah, no, I'd absolutely... I'd relish. I like relish on my burgers. Yeah, burger relish is the nuts. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I could never... Didn't we have this conversation the other day? I think so. About calling somebody daddy. Oh, maybe, actually, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I could never call my partner daddy. Probably because she wouldn't like it. <laughs> You would you call her mummy? Fuck no. No. I would hate to be called mummy. And I, would, yeah. I wouldn't I would call my partner daddy. And I would love if any of our listeners... Do have that. Yeah, and they have that relationship with their partner. Like, Explain be, it. Be anonymous, like, but, like, tell me about it. I yeah. want to understand why... If it works for you. Yeah, if it works... Like, I'm not judging it. No, I'm no, just no, saying, no. like, I wouldn't do it. I think it's... Well, I mean, whatever consenting adults want to do with each other, that's fine, because yeah. it's consensual, and as long as it's not hurting anyone, who cares? Well, yeah. But, yeah, like, run us through it, because that'd be interesting. Yeah, I'd like to know, like, is it... Because, is it an actual, like, father thing? Is or it, is like, it daddy a issues? Yeah. Or is it... Or is it just like a power thing? Well, because yeah, I could. That's that I could understand. If it's like a sort of a symbolism of dominance, yeah, I, I could get that. Yeah, but it's when it's like like a familiar. Like if if, <laughs> if, if, if if like your dad like ran out on your family when you were like two and you've never had a father and you're yeah. like I call him daddy because yeah. I miss him so much because I've never had one. Like mm. yeah, that's when it was like to me. I'd be like. Okay. Okay. Maybe, well, right. maybe have a talk with somebody. Maybe. Yeah. Do you need a friend? Yeah. Or a therapist. A platonic one. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Not a daddy. No. Um. But yeah, get in touch. Let us know. Um. So. So back to the actual topic we were going to do. Yeah, but like we're freeballing it today. We are. Yeah, we're literally low hanging fruit. We're basically just having a chat. 
Yeah, we, well, I mean, to be fair, we always have a little chat, don't we? Yeah. I'd like to actually do like a little fly on the wall podcast of when when I first arrive or you first arrive and mm. the shit we just chinwag about because some of it's really funny. Some of it's really funny, but some of it's really like quite topical and quite yeah. like relevant. Mm. Like because it's literally like we don't even ask how each other are. We no, just kind of we just walk into each okay. other's houses. <laughs> like, hi, I, kind I was of, going to talk to you about this thing. Yeah, I think I just kind of assumed that. If there was anything wrong, we'd tell each other. Yeah, I think we have that kind of friendship, don't we? Yeah, I don't think we need, I need to be like, are can we, you okay? Can we just mark that? I just admit we have a friendship. Oh, I didn't even notice. That's so cute. Yeah. We're friends, For like officially. the first time. And it's recorded. Oh, no. Damage. Anyway, um, oh, I was going to tell you about something the other day. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it happened yesterday, so I was going to tell you about it yesterday, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I spat on a resident's face by accident. Oh. You know... Yeah. Yeah, I was getting her ready for the day and I was chatting to her because she's actually had a very interesting life. Yeah. Um, and she loves a good chimwag, especially with someone who's more articulate than a doorpost. Um, <laughs> and But so, she decided that you'd do. Yeah, which is weird. Um but so context, when when I'm getting this resident ready for the day, I am stood over her yeah. because I'm a very tall person and the beds don't come up very high. Yeah. So I'm stood over her, I'm looking down, chatting to her, and a little bit of spittle came from my mouth and landed <laughs> on her cheek. Did she notice? She wiped it away and oh. gave me the filthy filthiest the filthiest. The filthiest look I've ever seen. And I literally I stood there for about ten minutes, like spouting apologies. <laughs> and not once did she go, It's okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I mean, no, it's not not okay. Like, but if that happened to me and someone said to me, I'm like, I'm so, I can't believe I've just, I'm so, that's never happened. I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. Like, like flustering apologies. I'd be like, hey man, like, it's cool. Chill. Chill. But no, no, she was just there like, Fuming. Yeah, like silently fuming. Like yeah. she wasn't angry, she was disappointed. Oh, them. Not cool, man. Yeah, like... not cool. Anyway, back to the actual topic again. So, <laughs> when I came up with this subject idea, me and Dom had just moved in together. Just moved in. Just moved in. Just moved in. Just moved in. You have just moved into your house and it's quite lovely. Thank you. That's all right. I do have a lovely home. You do, you're lucky. Mm, I am. Carry on. Um, <laughs> And I never previously had to do much for myself i was very lucky my mum did all my cooking why are you doing that you are so caffeinated i'm i'm very i'm overly caffeinated it it must be said um you know and i was i was very fortunate and then when i moved out i was like i need to cook and clean and pay for bills and organize things myself and it it was a lot and i didn't realize how much of a lot it was and I kind of, like, wanted to talk about it. I wanted to... Do you need to speak to someone? Well, do you know what I actually thought? No, tell me. I thought... (laughs) I thought, why isn't, like, lifestyle skills and that sort of thing... A subject at school? Right? Yeah, I completely agree. Why don't they Do lesson on teaching on, like, paying your taxes. Taxes. Um, You know... How to cook basic meals. Yeah, I mean, they do do cooking, so... Not in every school. Not in every school. And also, they only teach you how to do, like, bread and butter pudding. Like, they don't teach you how to fry an egg. Like an open sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, like, unless you actually opt to do cooking... 
I feel that should be a basic requirement. Like, I feel... Don't get me wrong. I think the onus is on parents to a certain extent. To a certain extent. But I feel like, especially in, in today's society, where both parents work full-time, generally, mm. or you're in a one-parent family, or, a, you know, a split... Pa- Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of... It's not like mum, dad, baby anymore. No. It's, you know, we have a lot of different There's... types of family. So I do think that the schools should take some responsibility in teaching... Having said that, though, from seeing the other side of it, from seeing how much stress teachers are already under. Well, get rid of the shit that you don't need, then. Yeah, but then how do you do, how do you quantify that? I've never used a lot of what I was taught, and I think I mean even if it's just for like. Do you mean like history and stuff like that, like geography and? Because I think that stuff's important to know about. It's important, but it's not essential. It's not essential for a survival skill, in life. I don't see why they couldn't take a subject mm. like history mm. that you can maybe elect to do yeah. as a GCSE or something. Which, which is the case now. Yeah. And in its place, put... Like life skills. Like, yeah. But they used to do that, didn't they? They used to teach, they, like, women how to sew and... Well, no, but the, in when our, when our parents were kids, I remember my mum telling me that they had, like... A home ec yeah. or something like that, but it wasn't just a simple case of learn how to cook a casserole. Yeah, it was you know this is what different types of banks do. Yeah, this is what you know this is how you file for divorce, mm. which is a weird lesson to teach kids. But you yeah, know, but like I wouldn't know. No, but this is my point. Like, there's so much basic life stuff that we don't get taught, and yeah. because I think part of it is because. Children should be children, you know. Children should maintain their innocence. They should be able to play and just to learn interesting stuff. They should, but I do feel that... It it has left us a bit useless. Sort of maybe like the last two years of school or something, that there should be room made for, you know, learning about taxes and Mm. national insurance and pensions and things like that. Because I am very fortunate that, you know, before me and Don met, he was... He'd lived with people before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he knew about everything that you needed to know about renting a property. If he didn't... You'd be fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was literally like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And, you know, tell me what I need to know and whatever. Cause I'd li- I didn't have a clue. And I do think that there is definitely room for education to make some allowances i completely agree i think you you can shuffle stuff about what i wouldn't say is just add it on no i think there's enough strain there's enough pressure 100 percent. and i i do think that the education system as a whole could be could be looked at oh yeah massively that's a topic for another time actually definitely write that one down education system of this country because it's fucked definitely look at sweden they're doing great stuff why, what, why? Well, they don't start school till seven, for that's a start. Right. Yeah, um, that's I think they actually have a four-day week. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think the basically the the gist of it is as much a holistic experience as possible. Oh, nice. So you're not just teaching the mind, but you're also differentiating because children are, children are individuals and they all have different styles of learning and styles of retaining information 100%. and it's catered to that as opposed to here is a standardized test, mm. do it. And if you don't, you, you are, suck. Yeah. 
You know, because there are kids, like, I mean, me, for example, in a standardised education system in this country, I was put to the wayside because I had ADHD, dyslexia, yeah. dyspraxia, the whole fucking works. Mm. And instead of going, all right, okay, so actually your strengths aren't in academia, your strengths are much more practical mm. or creative. Let's foster those strengths as opposed to making you feel shit because you can't do this. Mm -hmm. And as a result, my education went down the fucking toilet. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I said that I did get like four A levels and... Yeah, but that's after you decided to work for them. Yeah. I, and I do I do think that how you're treated in school can breed certain insecurities. Yeah, it can. <laughs> what sort of insecurities can it breed, India? If you're... <laughs> Boom. <laughs> segway, sex, 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 segway. So I think <laughs> if, like yourself, you were... Myself. Like yourself. Oh, let's not do accents. No, it's keep, a lot. keep that for private time. I mean, I don't really that think that was an weird. accent. That was just... That's just you saying a word in a particular way. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Um, I think... You know, if you go to a school that, say, like, specialises in science... Yeah. ..and you're not... ..and you don't get science, you're not that science... Like, it's not going to work for you, is it? No, and therefore you're going to be made to feel lesser. You're going to be made to be, be feel... Blah, blah, blah. You're going to be made to be feel... Oh, fuck's sake. Be you're made going, to feel. You're going to be that inferior. Yeah, you're going to get an inferiority complex and... And you know. It's not going to work, is it? And that's going to reflect on your later life decisions because you'll come out of school feeling like you can't achieve much anyway, so why even bother trying in the first place? Exactly. And you won't amount to your full potential. Yeah, I Whereas... can remember school. One of my teachers literally said to me, um, I quite like teaching you, India, because there's no expectations, so anything you do wow. do is a bonus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Those words. She said... This is a quote. Oh, my God. I like teaching you yeah. because there's no expectations. End of quote. Fuck me sideways. And then she went on to say something like, you know, so anything. I'm that... a massive prick. Yeah. Um, she was my physical education teacher. Okay. Um, and she was a little South African lady who, like, she wasn't horrible or anything. She was she was... racist? I mean... Probably. I didn't really... Not to that. say that all South Africans are racist, because they're not. No, I'm women. And women. Dom! Um, Dom's not a women. Dom is not a whammon. A whammon. A whammon. Dom's whammon. Dom's a whammon. Um, is that Dom? I, don't, I can't see it. The van that just drove past. Oh. Um, so, I mean, I hated PE anyway. Sure. Um, because, a lot of people do. Yeah, because I have mentioned in previous episodes I've always been fat uh. I've never liked exercise uh. and to force me to partake in that mm. just didn't I, I hated it even more and they never tried to be like okay so you don't want to do sprinting or anything like that Cross let's country. yeah let's see if we can find a form of exercise that you actually enjoy so insecurities <laughs> we all got them I feel like what's your biggest insecurity Inda? um 
Are you comfortable saying that on the podcast? I don't know if I have one. Lucky you. That's really rare. I don't know if... I think... As I mentioned in the body positivity episode... Body positivity. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like I worked through a lot of my insecurities. Like, I get my off days, but I wouldn't say that was one. Dude. Uh, Callum has just put his face into an entire bowl of candy canes. It's only my chin. I mean... For all the ASMR fans, one more time. <laughs> it felt nice. It felt it nice. It sounded nice. Anyway, so yeah. So yeah, I think, um, you know, I have my off days, just like everybody else. I, ha- I like... have on days. Do you? No. Um, okay, <laughs> cool. Um, you know, I have off days, but I, I'm, I don't... I th- to actually, do you know what? what? I do have an insecurity. Is it that you don't have any insecurities? Yeah. Do you no. feel insecure about being perfect? Yeah. Um, the only thing that I wish I could change about myself yeah. was that my eyebrows are invisible. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, but you didn't help that when you shaved them off. <laughs> no, but I let them grow back, hope like in a way, hoping that they would grow back darker and thicker. Have you dyed them? I tried to tint them, yeah, but it didn't work. Well, because they're very visible now. Yeah, no, they... Yeah, I tried to tint them, but it, like, washed off. <laughs> is it because they're thin? I don't know. I don't mean, like, thin as in, like, a thin line. I mean, like, the hair. Because mine are quite thick, but they're very blonde. Yeah, because I'd say we had the same eyebrows, but yours is just thicker. Mm. But because you're ginger... I am. You can get away with it, whereas because I've got black hair, I just look like a thumb. <laughs> oh god oh, that Dom. Was bright oh that was a lot wasn't it yeah you just turned the light on with no warning oh jeez I'm so bland you just interrupted the potty <laughs> where are you going okay um, yeah I, mean, I don't think I have many insecurities these days apart from like upsetting people without knowing it well yeah because I do that a lot yeah. and it's just a bit... Oh, it's a bit of a pain in the ass, do you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, no, I was thinking, I was kind of thinking more like a physical insecurity. Oh, like, no. emotionally, I'm I'm very aware with that... Them. Yeah. I'm, I'm aware that sometimes I've got a little bit of resting bitch face. If you're going to guff on me... No, I'm jumping away from the phone so they can't oh. hear it. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm aware that sometimes... I might look really bloody miserable when, in actual fact, I'm I'm alright. Um, Doesn't or... that annoy you that when people come up to you and like, "Are you okay?" and you're like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And they're like, "Yeah, but are you okay?" Yeah. You're like, no, I'm fine. Like literally, like, I'm. Fine. Are you okay? Yeah. Now the problem's you. Yeah. <laughs> um, or. Um, yeah, like I'm aware of how others perceive me. I'm uh, I'm aware of how others serve me. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why is it that after this little break we both sound high? <laughs> oh, it's because of the, all the we're weed not. we smoked. We're not. No, we're not. We're actually genuinely not. I think it's because we lost our flow. But okay. Well, in that case, speaking of high. Oh, good segue. Our next little, uh, our next little mini topic. Mm-hmm. D rugs. D rugs. Now I love a good floor rug. 
Like an area rug. I'm going to chin your sweets again. I really like the rug that we are sat on now. Oh, it's very good. It's, it's a comfortable nice. rug. It was from B&M. Slightly shaggy, but not too much. Not, And it doesn't molt. Which is always a good thing. Yeah. Because you can't grow back rugs. No, you can't. Once they go bald. They never go back. Yeah. No, but drugs is what we wanted to talk about. Drugs is what we wanted to talk so about. So you're not a druggie, are you? I think it would be easier for me to tell you my experiences because there's like two. Okay, well, let's go for that then. And then you can kind of... Roll off you. Yeah. Oh, that sounds weird. He's not on me. <laughs> um. Fuck's sake. It's annoying that I don't even mean to. That's the annoying bit. Like, if that was deliberate, I'd be like... <laughs> but no, I'm just an That'd accidental be some style. <laughs> <laughs> I need TV for my bum hole. I am Cornholio. <laughs> Fuck, I don't even like Beavis and Byers that much. Do you much. not? I, I think they're really funny. I think they're stupid. Oh, I think they're funny. I mean, they are stupid. Though. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I... The only, like, illegal drug I've ever consumed is marijuana. And the first time I did it, I... Mary Jane Warner. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. First time I did it, I tried to move a tree. A rooted tree? A rooted tree. Good. Because it was in my way and I was trying to run away from a man with a child. Oh, my God. From a young age, I have hated children. <laughs> yeah, extensively, it turns out. No, I think I just didn't want them to know that I'd been smoking weed and I felt bad. Did the thought not occur to you to walk around the tree? No. Right, okay. No, it didn't. I just tried to move it. Needed clarification on that, because... So then... Yeah. Uh, me and my friend uh, tried to put up a tent with <laughs> her dad. I bet that went well. Yeah, her very religious dad. Oh, jeez. Um... Lovely guy. I don't know if he realised. I mean, he probably did. Um, Surely you would. So we did that, and then we ate everything. Of course. In her home. Um, But that felt good, though. I don't really remember, to be perfectly honest with you. I don't actually think it was that strong. I think it was just because I'd never done it before. Yeah. Um, And then I went through a, a very short period um, when I was in college um, where I was dating a guy that smoked it and I had an experience where we were around his house and there was like a load of friends there and we were smoking one of those shisha pipes. Oh yeah. Just tobacco, no no weed. Well. Um, so that was fine. Anyway, I went to the toilet, came back, carried on smoking the shisha pipe and somebody had put a butt ton of weed in the sheesh pipe, and I was like, I don't feel so good. I feel sort of wavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I actually can't remember that that evening. It's not the best way to smoke weed, if I'm honest. No, and that kind of... I was like, right, okay, that was not cool. No. Well, then, no, to do that without your consent is not cool. Yeah, didn't like that. We split up pretty soon They could have just that. told you, and then you'd have been like, oh, okay, cool, I just won't partake. Yeah, that Easy. would have been better but there we go um then uh i think one of the last times i did it can't remember what the the circumstances were but i can remember i was just like so paranoid why is your tongue out (laughs) (laughs) um like super paranoid and i was just like this isn't even fun this isn't put your tongue back in your head 
<laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Next time you do that, yeah. I'm gonna put my dick so far you in your mouth. don't have a dick. I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is great work for the audio podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. So. So y- that that was basically, in a nutshell, my experience was like meh, awful paranoia. That and after Sounds that, I was like, do you know fun. what? Prescription drugs all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Pharmacies for me. Um, yeah, so now I don't really take anything that I am not directly prescribed. Fair. What? Well, see, now you can get it on the NHS, so would you do it then? Well, no, because I had bad experiences with it, so I don't feel any need to... No, but I mean, if, some, if you went to the doctor with an ailment and the doctor said, oh, I've got this medical marijuana, that would help. I mean... Because you can do it without smoking now. You can take it in pill form. You can, if it was like a medical... You can use lip balm. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like a whole... Especially in America, because it's only just been legalised medicinally in this yeah. country like in the last couple of months, I mm. think. But in America, obviously, it's been that's that way for a while now, and they've got a shit ton of ways you can ingest it without actually smoking it. Yeah, Because, okay. you know, smoking anything is harmful regardless of what yeah. it is. But, um, yeah... Well, potentially, but it's not anything that I would actively seek out. No, that's fair. So, I mean, my opinion on drugs is, like, do what you want, um, but don't force it on other people. No, definitely not. Definitely not. If people want to do it, but I don't want it in my house or in my... In your vicinity. ...body. (laughs) In your person. Um, But, yeah, if, if, you know, people want to go out and... It's not some coke. Yeah, I mean, I've I've done a lot more drugs than that. You have, yeah. I've done loads. Um, what What's your favourite? MD, definitely. Well, I mean, actually, no, I shouldn't say that because what I mean when I say, if it's like just for a one-off experience, mm. I'd say MD. Yeah. If it's for like a habitual use, I'd say weed, because a lot of the more extreme drugs like MDMA, um, pills, ecstasy. Um, cocaine I wouldn't advise in any capacity I wouldn't advise any drug for everyday use these days I've grown up a bit since then but MDMA for a one-off experience is so fun <laughs> like it's as long as you're careful and you're sensible and you're not a complete bell end and you're with someone who will help you through then it's real good fun yeah it's real good fun like mm. you just love everything everything is the best the world is the best place it could possibly ever be and you are the best person you could ever be. These aren't facts. These are just... Yeah, that's how you, that's how you perceive feel. the world. Yeah. Um, and, you know, everyone's your best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, even people you've never met before. Like, um, the only time I've ever been clubbing is on MD. Um, yeah, I know, right? Um, yeah, no, I, I'm a massive hater of clubs. I don't like the environment. I don't like the music. But... Mm. I went to a drum and bass club night on MDMA and I had the best time. Really? I was I was dancing on the podiums. I was doing the whole yeah, <laughs> me, me doing that. Um, but you know, I had a great time and I remember everything. Uh, there oh, was cool. there was no. I had a bit of a come down the next morning, but it's like being a tiny bit hungover. Yeah. You know, again, depending on how much you take, the quality of what you're taking, it was literally just a case of, um, yeah, like you know, I. I felt a bit pants the next morning mm. um, and then I went and ate something and I felt fine. Yeah. Um, but that night, you know, I met loads of people and I didn't stay in contact with any of them, obviously, because well, it was, no. it was an, an in-the-moment thing. And 
in all, all honesty, I reckon about 90% of the people there were on something. Yeah. But, you know, I was running out to people, I was like, hey, man, this song's banging. And they was like, yeah, I know, I love it. I've never been, blah, blah. And, like, you know, just bouncing off the walls. And uh, towards the end of the night, you started seeing everyone going, oh, Like, yeah, proper, yeah. proper gurney. Not just, like, a mild little, like, a proper, like, distortion of your face involuntarily. <laughs> Dislocation of the but jaw. again, because you're on MDMA, that doesn't matter. You're yeah. still having the best time. The bouncers must have just been like, these fuckheads. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God, can you imagine just, I... like, having to be, re like, somewhat responsible? No. No, I, I wouldn't want to do it. No. But having said all of this, yeah, um, MDMA is not something you can do relatively regularly because of the detrimental effects on your mind. Like, it essentially floods your body with, or floods your brain with the happy stuff, mm. which makes your brain compensate by trying to flood itself with the sad stuff. And then when the happy stuff runs out, your brain is still flooded with the naturally occurring sad stuff. Uh, hence the come down. In the morning. Oh, that, I get it. That's how that works. Okay. In very basic, non-medical terms, yeah. that's how it works. Um, so, yeah, if you take it more regularly, your brain does more of the sad stuff to compensate, and then at the end of the day, the drugs, you build up a resistance to it, mm. so it gives you less of the happy stuff, and you're over-flooded with the sad stuff, so that's what leads to like chronic depression, um, mental issues drugs are bad yeah very bad like my mate developed um sleep paralysis because of his extensive use of mdma oh god um and that was for him the point where he was like right that's enough for me yeah i'm going to stop being a dick and well good at least he kind of well he came out of that just at the right time got to yeah. that point because a lot of people don't do they a lot no, of people they go too far yeah and um, it, you know at the end of the day like i think if you're relatively lot. sensible, you can have a good time, I guess. It's like anything in moderation. But, you know, like, yeah. You know. It's a, you know, like, there's no escaping the fact that... No, it's like anything. If you want a good time, there's a genuine, there's probably a consequence coming at the end of it. Yeah. Um, be that in the in the, in the the means of, like, a, a hangover, a come down, or um, you've got no money left. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. Um, and your family hate you, and yeah. you have nowhere to live. However, though... Weed is something I used to smoke every single day, mm -hmm. mostly all day. Mm -hmm. um, I used to, for about three or four years of my life, I don't think I had more than about 5% of my days sober. Because I was high, just all the time. Um, and that was, that was fun at first, it was really fun. Like, everything was funny, everything was silly, everything was like, you know, just so relaxed, mm. to the point where it was sort of stationary. Um, <laughs> but as time went on, um, I felt the negative effects of habitual marijuana use creeping in, like um, paranoia, um, mm -hmm. l lethargy, um, just no motivation to do anything apart from smoke more weed. Um, and it was not good. It was... Um, I mean, yeah. that literally sounds like the symptoms of, like, depression. Yeah. Or very, anxiety. Very similar. Um, and... It doesn't affect everyone like that. Some, no. some people go their whole lives smoking weed every day and they're mm. fine. Yeah. And th that's cool. But mm. for me personally, after about four years, it was it got to the point where I'd have a couple of days sober and mm. then I'd think, well, you know, I've had, I've had a bit of a break. I can have a spliff. Yeah. I'd have a spliff and I'd be like, um, guys, can you hear anything out? Mm, don't feel oh, good. Feel kind of no. panicky. Feel kind of, ah. Oh. So I just got to the point where I was like, right, that's it. Mm. And for about 
six months I didn't smoke anything and then I had another spliff and I just felt nice and chilled. Okay. But it, 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 those six months were not pleasant for me. No, for, I bet. Because weed, weed, whilst there is some, an argument for it not being physically addictive, it definitely is mentally addictive. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I had insomnia. I had, I, I did have physical reactions. Like I had shakes. I put on so much weight. Well, yeah. Um, and then the mental um, reaction to that was that I, you know, was super stressed. Everything was a big deal. Like everything, even mm-hmm. like having to get up in the morning for work was a big deal. Um, whereas before, it's like, oh, I've got to get up again. Mm. Um, but yeah, just just again, moderation is key. Yeah, it really is. Um, you can have a lot of fun with drugs. You can have a lot of fun with drugs. You can meet some cool people. Um, but also, it's important to remember that it's temporary and it's fleeting and just because you met someone cool when you're on drugs doesn't mean they're a cool person when you're sober yeah you know I think that I personally think that this is another topic that should make its way more into the educational system absolutely it should be talked about a lot more than it is Um, sort of swept under the rug a bit yeah definitely and I think that um, there is I'm just trying to find my notes. Um, you and your bloody notes. <laughs> there was, I swear, somebody... Um, it might be in America. There might be a, a, a course you can go on in, like, high schools or something that teaches you, like how to take drugs safely. Yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. Really, really awesome idea. So... Because people are going to take drugs, so you may as yeah. well educate them. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, sweeping under the carpet has done nothing. No. The war on drugs that we've got currently, i.e. imprisoning everyone who has drugs on them, slash takes drugs, slash... I mean, selling them illegally, I can understand imprisonment. Yeah. But possession doesn't really make much sense to me because it's like, well... You're not stopping the drugs being on the street by having this one person not have them anymore. No. You know, um, the idea for me that makes sense is full legalisation of all drugs because then they can be controlled. Because mm. as long as you're undercutting the, in quotation marks, black market sales of drugs, yeah, um, then everyone's going to come to you, the government, mm-hmm. for their drugs because it's cheaper, it's yeah. more convenient. Mm-hmm. Why would, like... Going to a drug dealer's house to buy drugs or vice versa is not the most pleasant experience. No, it's sketchy. If you're meeting someone on the street, you have to wait around for half an hour because they're probably high themselves and they've forgotten that they're coming to meet you. Going to their house is an unpleasant experience because they never keep them clean. No. uh, If they're users themselves, it's so much worse. Like I went to (laughs) weed, the most tame drug. When I first got down to Brighton, I went to a guy who I'd not been to before. Um, my mate said he it was an all right experience going to his house, so I was like, oh, that's cool. Went to, go to, went to this guy's house to buy some weed, and he held me up at knife point. Oh, my God. Um, because he was a fuckhead um, and not stable. Um, so Is that because he was high or because he uh, had, like, mental I health issues? I think he issues? had mental health issues, probably exacerbated by his drug use. But at the end of the day... If, if someone said to me, okay, you can do that and you can probably save yourself a couple of quid or you can go to a shop in public, in broad daylight mm. and someone can say to you, okay, well, these are the mild ones, these are the strong ones and these are the ones that will take away your weekend mm. um, and these are the differing prices. These are all the side effects, just so you're aware of them. Mm. I'd much rather something like that. How much more civilised is that than standing on a corner for an hour? It is, and I mean... 
Yeah, okay, you've got the argument of, like, if they're more accessible, are more people going to try it? I personally think if you want to try it... You're going to anyway. You're going to anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that even, like, in the little village that I lived for the last ten years, I could have easily got hold of weed, coke, ketamine. Like, if I was that interested it's not that hard to it's get really not no. that hard to, i i would say that everybody either knows somebody uh-huh. that can get it for you or knows somebody who knows somebody that can get it for you exactly this is it it's only like two degrees of separation i would say for most but, people but i'd say for most if not all people yeah because uh, even if you're like oh yeah well old 90 year old Beryl won't yeah but her grandson probably will yeah or do you know it, what I mean if he doesn't he knows someone who can exactly so you know and also there's the uh, added benefit of taxation yeah if you legalise it um, you know you only have to look at how much money um, America's raking in yeah. by taxing legalised weed yeah um, to see how great that is mm-hmm. um, and let's be honest our country's not in the best financial state at the moment it well, could no. actually be quite a good thing it could be and also you know, I think then they could maybe monitor the effects of it. Exactly. More studies could be done on yeah. it to, to make it safer. Because a lot of it's sort of done, like, like underground, you yep. know? Like, you have people that kind of sketch out and have a bad experience, but that's never documented anywhere. Nope. Or you have people that die from an overdose, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, yeah, they overdose on heroin. But it's like, well, if you could have maybe seen them leading up to it or you know done some research on yeah. you know you i don't know that. potentially i mean i've got a mate who um developed and i'm not sure entirely how short how true or factual this is but he developed temporary schizophrenia because of a bad batch of ketamine Ugh. um you know and he was sectioned for Shit. he was he was in a mental home for i think a month god until until that resolved itself um but yeah, I mean, you know, if if it was a regulated drug that he got from the government, mm. you'd expect them to be more stringent with that. You know, you know your shit's clean when you're getting it from a legal source. Well, this is it. Like, I know that they, they being like the like the dealers, mm. you know, to make money, um, a lot of drugs get cut with different things. Yeah, they'll bulk it out with something like glass. I mean, less of stuff like that. Like, because at the end of the day, it, it's a balance between. Um, but you, that you, you has happened, your... though. It has happened, yeah. And when you're talking about the seriously sketchy people, like the people you find in like council estates and stuff like that, yeah, probably. Mm. But your average dealer wants to balance it with profit, yeah, return profit, and um, maximizing his own profit. Yeah. So by that I mean um, you know you might cut it with something that bogs it out a bit, but it won't be something that's going to cause major damage because you want these people to come back and buy from you again like putting herbs in the weed yeah like you wouldn't put like um i don't know like fucking oregano in your weed because you know then it'd be like well this is shit weed i'll just mm. go to the other guy that's yeah. got better weed um you know so it's a, it's a balance but it, it does happen and at the end of the day like i think you know you don't really know what you're gonna get no no and like especially if you're like a first timer exactly yeah you know there's very little like yeah okay you could like google and do your research and stuff but are a lot of people gonna do that probably not they're probably gonna go oh yeah 
I know somebody who said that they did coke last weekend and it was amazing. I'm going to get some. Do you want to try it? Yeah. I highly doubt that they're going to go home and Google... Everything that could go Yeah, on. Google no. all the research. So I, I do think that there should be more in schools. Mm-hmm. I agree. Definitely. And also, something to consider um, when you are dealing with drug dealers is that they are criminals. And with criminals comes a certain amount of risk. Mm. You know, they may pull a knife on you or they may pull a gun. They may pull a gun. Oh, I'm the lord of segways today. <laughs> I am the lord of the segway said he. Anyway. Segway so drugs to guns. And I'll lead you all on the segway said he. <laughs> I really wanted you to do a harmony with me, not a unison. He. The he. harmony. Oh, there she is. <laughs> anyway, so, right. Guns. Now, this topic... Guns don't kill people. Rabbits do. Rabbits do. That's what Goldie Looking Chain said. That is what they said. Now, is that true? I mean, I've never heard of a rabbit killing anyone, apart from in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. He's not real. Mind you, neither is the rabbit in Monty Python. Neither is the Holy Grail. Well, um, I meant Monty Python and the (laughs) the Holy Grail is definitely real. Have you seen that film? Yes, Dom made me watch it. It's so good. It's so Bring bad. forth the no. holy hand grenade of Antioch. Don't, because if you start quoting it, he's going to come downstairs and quote it back. We are the knights who say... No. Me. No, me. we no longer say me. We say eki, eki, eki for Tanzel, boinga. No. So good. No. It's amazing. We've just lost all of our listeners because of you. I'm fine with that. <laughs> if you don't like Monty Python, I don't need you. Nah, do, we do. Because... Please listen. Ah. No, we need more than 11 subscribers. But guns. Um, guns. Ah, <laughs> oh, like... It's difficult, isn't it? Because in this country, we have quite strict gun laws. Yeah. Which is good, I think. I think so. Um, I don't... I don't... Oh, I think it's... Wait, I need to go for a pee. You nice. carry on this statement. To be able to protect yourself. Protect yourself, fool. I think... I have very mixed opinions, right? So I think it's nice to be able to, like, protect yourself if you need to. You know, if somebody comes up to you on the street and is going to mug you at gunpoint, and if you've got a gun, then you can use it to scare them off. Or if shots are fired, then maybe you've got a chance of survival, maybe you can defend yourself, whatever, but then you could also be a murderer like but then the the need for it i think is like in an ideal world (laughs) you wouldn't need it um i think in this country we do like relatively well with with no guns i you know there's i don't know all of the exact statistics but um i think there are Gun violence is probably not as much as somewhere, say, like America, where guns are legal. Um, I just don't know. But then I guess it kind of would make me feel a bit safer. Like, you know, if I was home sort of by myself and say, like, Don was away for like a week or whatever, I guess it, you know, I guess it would make me feel safer to... I'm, I'm having like an argument with myself about whether I agree... Or disagree guns. with guns. I was just saying that... Guns, guns, bang, 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 pew, 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 pew. I think, like... Like, thinking about it, like, say if I lived in, like, quite a... Sort of, like, a rough, violent area... Yeah. By myself, and, yeah. like, you know, Dom was away for a week or whatever, I guess I would feel safer if I had... If 
if I was armed. Yeah, sure. But then... But statistically speaking, you're more likely to get shot if you own a gun. Really? I was just saying yeah. how I don't actually know the statistics of Statistically gun speaking, you are more likely to get shot if you own a gun, purely because... And also, right, so one of my favourite comedians, Jeff... Not Jeff Bridges. <laughs> He's an actor. Oh, you silly Billy. Uh, you know when you try and talk about something and you completely forget the thing that you're trying to talk about? Yeah. So he's an Australian comedian and he does a big old segment on gun crime. Okay. Uh, or rather, you know, like the right to bear arms and shit like that. Yeah. And he's saying, you know, it, it, people say that they want to own a gun because then they can protect their family. Or their home. Right? Yeah. But you're not going to sit there with your gun every single night looking at your front door in case someone comes in so you can shoot them. No, it's you're not going to do that. Chair on Ex- the porch. Exactly. You're, not, you're just not going to do that. <laughs> no. So it, that's a bit of a bullshit reason, isn't it? Mm. Um, and if you if you say, oh, you know, I'm a responsible gun owner, I keep my gun in a safe. Okay, that that's a bit better, yeah, but you're not going to go to the criminal that's broken into your house. Uh, excuse me, good sir, could you just wait there for about five minutes whilst I just go to my safe, unlock it, get my gun out and shoot you? And also then go, because you've got to keep your bullets separately. Exactly, you know, so it's... In this country, if you've got a gun, you need to have the gun in one room yeah. in a safe and the bullets in another room in a separate safe. Well, there you go, so, you know... So, I mean, it's not going to... You know, you can't have it out. No, and it's not going to help you protect your home. The only reason I can possibly think of for owning a gun in this country is if you are a professional hunter or something of the like. Or if you're a farmer and you need to shoot pests on your land. Yeah, or if you go, like, clay pigeon shooting as yeah, a hobby or, or something. Yeah, or you do it as a sport. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that I can understand, but especially in this country where, generally speaking, your average person does not carry a gun, Yeah. there's so much less need for it. Mm. And this is the thing that really annoys me about America. Um, you know, in, in America, you have the right to bear arms, you have the right to a firearm. Um, first off, those laws were created back in a time when you actually were likely to be attacked in your own home by an invading force, be that by the natives of the land or some other enemy. Yeah. But my point is, those laws are outdated by a hundred or so years. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they need revisiting. And also... Um, if you have the right to bear arms in a country, everyone's more likely to get have guns. And yeah. if everyone's more likely to have guns, do you know what's more likely to happen? People are more guns. likely to get shot. Yeah. Um, you know, in this country, we've had, I think, what, a couple of school shootings in the last 50 years? Probably. Maybe, maybe a bit like more. that. Um, but, you know, in America, what is it this year? Like, seven massive ones? You know, like, in the last 365 days? No um, idea. You know, so it's a lot more though. It's a lot more. My though. point is, when guns are readily available, people are more likely to die from guns. Yeah. Um, it's it's basic maths, and uh, yeah, you know, it's stupid. It promotes a certain type of culture as well. Like, and I think that there are certain people that like they think it's cool to have a gun or you know a weapon or something. It's it's not like. I'm a very open-minded, non-judgmental person, but I will judge you if you think that that's cool. Having a gun is cool. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I've I've held handguns before. Have you? I've yeah. never. I've been to a shooting even range before. Seen a real gun. It's like you do get a certain sense of power, mm. and I say that word loosely um, when you're holding a gun because yeah. you are literally like in my hand. I hold a tool that could kill someone in an instant, mm. and it's intoxicating. Yeah, like, it really is, and it's concerningly intoxicating. But 
it's important to remember that that's not a light like uh, not a light power to hold you know mm. like that could literally end a life and ending someone's life is kind of the most finite thing you can do to them yeah um so yeah it's it is concerning it promotes a certain way of acting it and it only begets more violence yeah. this is my point it, it, bigger tools to kill people easier only begets more death mm -hmm. that's the only possible outcome you know you could have a, a, a hundred responsible gun owners in a certain place and I guarantee you more people will die from guns than if you had a hundred people without guns well yeah because I feel like it'd probably <laughs> be obvious, isn't it? I mean I don't actually know like we were saying how easy it is to get hold of drugs like how easy is it in this country to get hold of a gun it's not you have to apply for a license and you have I to mean, go like a stringent illegally. background check oh illegally I think harder Considerably, I've never met anyone that says that said to me, "Oh, I know someone that can get you a gun." Me neither. Never, and I've been here nearly thirty years. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, whereas I've met hundreds of people that say, "Oh yeah, I can get you that." Yeah. Drugs wise. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's yeah, it's very it's very simple really when you break it down. But I mean, it's obviously easy for us to say that because we're looking on the outside. Mm. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't live. Thankfully, we don't live in. Uh, like in a neighbourhood or whatever, whereas, I don't know, I guess in some places it would kind of almost be like a necessity because if you don't have one... You're probably going to die from one. Yeah. But then this is the... Uh, but you're going to yeah. die from... Like, it's, it's catch-22. But like, then look at Australia, right? Australia, much more recently than us, have illegalised guns. Right. Illegalised. Illegalised, um, I like that. Their gun control laws have uh, become much stricter much more recently, and statistically speaking, there is less gun death. Mm. It's just a statistic. Yeah. Like, it's an uh, indisputable fact. And America keep holding on to this because... It's in their constitution, the right to bear arms. Um, yeah, and when was that written, though? Well, this is my point. Um, <laughs> you know, but but they keep holding on to it, and they keep saying, oh, you know, guns don't kill people, people kill people. Yeah, people kill e people easier when they've got a gun. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, yeah, you you can still keep, kill someone with a knife. Mm. You can kill someone with an acid attack. Yeah. But shit's a bit harder mm. you can run away from someone with a knife yeah running away from someone with a gun only considerably more difficult yeah and it also delays the inevitable yeah you know you can still shoot someone with a gun if they're 100 yards away it's very fucking basic um mm. you know I, I, i'm tr I'm sort of struggling to um come up with a segue but i've just done it <laughs> um so you know when you've got like a mass shooting um happens all too often in a place like America, yeah. there's a wave of grief felt is. around the world because of how unnecessary those deaths are. Speaking of grief, that's our next. I've done it again. You've done it. I am. You've segwagged. I've segwagged. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. That's, that's the verb. Segwagdigadig. Segwagdigadig. You segwagged. There's a song in there. Segwagdigadig. Segwagdigadig. I'm right, not going to do you? it. <laughs> <laughs> scoop de whoop poop. Segway. Poop scoop. Scoop. Diddy whoop poop, whoop poop. Literally, give me uh, give me millions. <laughs> give anyway, me half money. Um, so yeah, people deal with grief in different ways, don't they, India? They certainly do. How do you deal with grief, India? By talking. Sadly. Yeah, very sadly. No, you don't really feel things, do you? Not a lot, but genuine grief. I felt recently. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, 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 not. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 
yeah. Sad. With sad, a downward sad. head turn. With a downward facing smile emoji. Frown. Emoji. Good God. I know. Uh, <laughs> What's happened to you? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I one of my friends passed away at the beginning of this year of uh, cancer, which was real shit. Um, and at first, after she passed away, like, my, my initial reaction was to cry for a couple of hours, I mm. think, like... Just like ball it out. Just weep. Um, and then after that, I was like, "Oh, I'm okay." And then a bit later, like a couple, I don't know, a couple of weeks, a couple of days, I don't know, whatever. I was like, "Fuck no, I'm sad." Mm. Um, and then, yeah, sort of every day, I was, you know, like I missed her. You know, I miss her, still miss her, but it's kind of got to a point now where I don't think about her. Every single day. Yeah. Um, I've not quite reached the point yet where it doesn't upset me to think about her. Sure, sure. And we've had quite a few conversations about this, haven't we? Because yeah. Of, um, Our friendship and the fact that we talk. Really? <laughs> I was going to go with relatable experiences. Yes. But okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I remember a conversation we had last time we were podding. Yeah. Um... I had a friend who took his own life last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very, very sad, um, very silly, very poor choice on his part, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. But his choice to make. And India was talking to me about this, and she asked me, "Does it get any easier?" And I hope you don't mind me saying this because no. I think it's related well, to what we're talking about. Fucking said it. Now. I'm steamrolling through. <laughs> um, and I simply said, "I mean, yes, it does." Yeah. It doesn't get any less poignant. It doesn't get any less sad. You just learn to accept what's happened. Yeah, I mean, it kind of... It's, it's, I find this more like... If I, if I think about her too much, I get very upset. Of course you do. Um, but generally, like, I can tell anecdotes about, like, how funny and kind and... Like the Boots one. Yeah, like, <laughs> how... I went to go and visit her in the hospice and she said that I looked like Herman Munster with my big goth boots on. Uh, <laughs> you know, I can like tell funny stories without bursting into tears. Um, but I think... I, I feel like the way that we have dealt with those situations has been quite a healthy process. I agree. I think we're both fortunate enough to have very supportive... Networks. People, yeah, people around us and stuff who, you know, know where we're coming from, know how important these people were to us, mm-hmm. um, and how much it's, you know, affected us. So, you know, we're very lucky, but there are... Some who aren't so lucky. Yeah, and I've, I feel for those people, and if there's anybody listening to this podcast that is struggling... Give us a bell. I mean... We can't solve there's it. There's definitely people more qualified than us. Absolutely. <laughs> No, but all I mean, all I mean by that is, I'm not saying we will fix you because we won't. No. But at the end of the day, um, you know, just, there are people that can. Yeah, there are people that can, and you know, if you're sort of lost, then there's nothing to stop you. Just dropping us a message, and we'll be like, "Oh man, I feel you." Because actually, I'm not being funny, but just someone going, "That sucks." Yeah. I'm real. I feel. I'm sorry for you, buddy. That yeah. that helps. It's a, it, so, when you're alone. Yeah, that it helps does. so much. And. 
you know, and then we can I, point you in the right direction. Yeah. And just go, oh, yeah. You know, know there's loads of people that you can talk to, but it, it does help to talk to somebody that has had similar experiences. I find it really beneficial to talk to you. I mean, doesn't everyone? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, fair. on this subject alone and nothing else. Um, because oh, oh dear. you've been, you know, you've, you have been, are going through it as well. So, you know, it does help. And these people that, you know, there are people available. And I think that it should be, you know, it should be really accessible. But I do think that there is a, a massive, like... Um, kind of mental health movement yeah. at the moment is becoming really, really prominent. massive. Yeah, really prominent in, like, on social media mm. and in, like, mainstream media. Yeah, which is the best one, because, yeah. it's, it's, you know, to have, a, to have like, something... Like, for example, like a, a soap opera. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people, not, not me and not you... Certainly not. They, a lot of people, your average Joe watches... Or, or Jane. Jane. Watches... <laughs> Um, your soap operas, and you know there are stuff on there's stuff on that now of people dealing with mental health. Yeah, and, and it's and it's not just because it was always just depression. Yeah, yeah. You've got people now dealing with. But like, it wasn't cancer. actually depression. It wasn't actually depression. It was like it you was... know yeah, mediaized depression. Yeah. Um, but you've got people dealing with real depression, anxiety, bipolar, schizophrenia, transgender. The like, whole works. Ev anything that you could possibly like be struggling with. Mm -hmm. I think a lot. I mean, there was a guy on EastEnders that was transgender and you know they kind of was there yeah there was one on Corrie remember Hayley Ruggles no I literally don't know who these people are okay and Corrie Hayley Ruggles about 20 years ago came onto the scene and about 10 years after her first appearance it came out that she used to be a man oh really yeah oh what in real life no 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 in, on the show on the show okay cool yeah but they didn't deal with that very well because it was the 90s ah uh. and everyone like started hating her and thought that her husband was a freak for staying with her because oh, she used to be a man. God. Yeah. I mean it's the first first transgender. But I mean reference. it kinda happened, I guess. Yeah, I mean I'm sure um, I'm sure it has happened, but it, it, it that was not well dealt with. No. no but I guess uh, I guess it kind of no not all good publicity not all publicity is good publicity. No. It just perpetuated the myths about transgender people, which yeah. is not a good thing. But that's a whole other episode. Well we should do that at some point. Yeah we should. Um rather than getting dicey on this one. Yeah. <laughs> um Sorry but, if we've offended. God, I think it's a bit late for that. Sorry. Like fifteen episodes in or something. Oh. We've probably offended every single person. This is why no one listens to our podcast. I reckon Because <laughs> we're just bellends. We're just quite offensive. Narcissistic oh. bellends. Well, we do what we can. Yeah, quite right. Anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, it's out to me again. Yeah, you can do this one. All oh, right, look, there's no way of segueing into this nice and easily, apart from when someone dies. What can they do with their organs? They can donate they them. They can donate them. Organ donation. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is loose today, isn't it? I love it. I love it. I'm having a good time. I'm having a nice chat. <laughs> that is a very civilised statement. I am having a lovely... Can I shine a light in your eye? No! Bzz, Will you don't? Bzz, bzz, Will bzz, you bzz. fucking pack it in? Right, organ donation. Take that off you. Oh no, I've been relegated to the naughty step. Yeah, and if you put your chin in my sweets one more time, I'll take it away. That's it, it's away. That's it. I could put my chin wherever I want. Not in my... I bought a lovely bowl of candy canes for me and Dom to have on like the table as like a nice little thing to have. And my chin's in them. Dom doesn't even fucking like them. Yeah, but. <laughs> and Callum's put his chin all over them. <laughs> 
So it's just they are individually wrapped though, so eating... they're not like they're not going to be beard haired. Well, they're not. No, but oh god, would you donate your organs, Callum? Yeah, definitely, absolutely, hundred percent. If I die, take my organs. If I die prematurely and they're still functional, take them. I don't fucking need them. I yeah. donate them now. Like I donate a kidney. Don't give a shit. Like mm. and. Not to judge anyone who wouldn't, but I think it's kind of... No, but that's up to them. I mean, of course, it's their body and, you know, you can do with what... You can do with it what you want. Yeah. But the way I see it personally, for my own body, mm-hmm. is I'm done with them, I don't need them, yeah. have them. That's exactly how I feel. Um, you know, like, if, 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 for example, I was to get stabbed in the brain tomorrow... Um, and there would be no difference. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, and died, um, but my kidneys, my liver, my heart, my lungs, the rest of the shit was fully working and not too damaged where it could actually benefit someone. Like, for example, someone with cystic fibrosis. Yeah. Um, I, I had a mate at uni who had cystic fibrosis who lived with us, yeah. and, you know, he's still alive, thankfully, um, but, you know, a lot of his friends with CF have died in the time, yeah. in the interim, and... If I could give him my lungs, if I died, I'd, I'd be like, here, mate, take them. Yeah, you, I'm done. Yeah, I, I haven't fucked these up too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're less fucked than yours. Yeah, Cause, so if you so, want them. Yeah, have a little bit more breathing. Yeah. I reckon that'd be fun for you. Yeah, you know, like, I reckon you'd probably quite like it. Yeah, my eyes are very good. My eyes are perfect, in fact. You know, I'm not, 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 not judging, but uh, I've got fucking sexy eyes. <laughs> I've got... Uh, <laughs> I've got blue eyes with a bit of orange in the middle. Uh, and uh, if I died, you could have my eyes, mate. Can I? Because yeah, mine you, don't work very well. You personally could have my eyes, yeah. Can I? Yeah. Because I, I do like the orange bits. Mine don't have that. Well, this is it. I mean... It and w- I like the fact that you don't have to wear glasses. No, I don't. And I do. And I doubt I will until I get old. But look how weird I look without them. Oh. That's Actually, yeah, maybe it? you shouldn't have my eyes. That's weird, isn't it? Can I try your glasses on? If you want, yeah. Live They're the very podcast. dirty. <laughs> oh, they're they filthy glasses. <laughs> filthy. Ooh. Can you, you see what I look like? Yeah, yeah. No, but you, you need glasses. Yeah, but you're you're close to my face, so I can see you. I can't. Oh, that's a lot. I can't see very well, like over there. But you can see me. Yeah. I think this picture should be the picture for this podcast. Oh God. Is I've, it, is I've it got bad? no, no. You're fine. I've got no makeup on. No, no, no. I mean, just me. Oh, just you. Yeah, no, There's you a lot of them that are just you. Well, I'm, I'm pretty. You are a very pretty boy. So anyway, organ donation. Yeah, um, I, I... I think it's a great idea. Yeah, there are some um, cultures and religions and stuff that don't believe in it. Um, Which it, I don't really get. I mean, again, uh, because they've, individually I think do what you want. It's but... because they feel that it's... I think some of them feel like it's part of like their essence, like their right. soul, and it's like sacred, ah, and it shouldn't the old soul be. Sack. I forgot yeah. about that. Um, and I think other people... Wait, what was that? Me moving the sofa a bit. Oh. And I think other people don't believe in it because it's kind of like, thy will be done. So... Hey. Yeah, so, like, if... Like, a religious thing. Yeah. So, like, if you were born with bad lungs, then... Then what you That just sucks for you, but that's your lot. I find that a bit shitty. Same, but I think... I believe that is the belief in some... I mean, I know Jehovah's Witnesses don't have blood transfusions. No. And I don't... I think that must extend to organ organ transplant as well. I would assume so. Um, but, yeah, personally, I'm, like, a bit like, well... 
God's supposed to be all loving, eh? Like in most religions, yeah. as far as I'm aware. So, you know, God, God's God's given a doctor the idea of transplanting organs, so let that be done so you don't die. Yeah, but I personally, you know, if, you know, if any one of my family or friends needed something that I didn't need, I'd I'd give it to them if I was a match, or if I died, same as you, you know, have it. Put it on ice. Put it on eBay. I mean, don't, because that's illegal. I mean, if you can make a bit of money. It's literally illegal. Like, I'm not going to be able to leave a lot to my kin, whoever that may be. Your eyes just went crossed for a second, then. Did they? Yeah. I've got a headache now from your glasses. Have you? Yeah. I didn't think they were that strong. They're not very strong, but they're strong enough to give me a headache. Oh. Sorry, Mr. 2020. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I am what I am. That's not how that song goes. Um... No, it's not. So, yeah, as far as organ donation goes, I mean, I'm not being funny, but I, I think it's great. But I'm for it. I don't... I mean, yeah, again, I think it is down to the individual. Yeah. Right? It's your body. You do with it what you want. If Definitely. you want to keep all your insides inside, um, then by all means do. But, I, I yeah, I, I won't judge you for doing that because it's not my place to judge. <laughs> but I also think it's kind of selfish. Um... I wouldn't say to someone, you're a bad person for not don- donating your organs. I mean, I I just don't... It's, it's up to them. I think... I, I guess if I was in need of something and nobody would give it to me because... I don't know, I think I'd still respect their beliefs. Shut up. <laughs> I do think... I think I'd still... You know, if, if I was in need of a lung and there was a guy that was like... Look, yeah, he's a match, but he won't because of his religion. Oh, I'd, no, you wouldn't hold it against the... I'd probably be a bit no. pissed off, especially if I was going to die. Yeah. but I, It's I'd, a difficult issue, isn't it? Well, yeah, I guess, because I've never been there, so... Yeah. Thankfully. I mean, I guess I guess some people, the reason they don't um, donate their organs is because they're scared of doing it. They are scared. They are fearful. And I, I fucking nailed it again, didn't you I? You did. So, uh, You're on it with them segways. I, I, I feel that genuinely my podcast name should be The Segway King. Oh my god, it should. Not and I should just be... Meh. In India. Yeah. <laughs> just like very apathetic. Just, <laughs> just like a noiler. <laughs> just a nod. Yeah. And, and a tut. A little tut. The English tut. Oh, lovely. It's a staple of the English England society. Mm, I love it. I love a good tut. So, hopes and fears, or just fears? Just fears. We don't want hope. We're not a hopeful um, bunch, are this, we? This podcast has a running theme of misery, We're, so let's keep that going. Yeah, I feel this will be a bit better than our organ donation topic, because we didn't really have anything to say on that, did we? Well, I mean, we both kind of feel the same. Yeah. There's not really... There's no back and forth there, is there? No. We agree. We agree. <laughs> Next! Um, what is your biggest fear, Callum? Um, oh, well, this is it. I've got, like, I've got, like, a couple of phobias. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I don't, I, I, it's kind of embarrassing, but at the same time, I, I don't, I'm past the point where I'm embarrassed by it now. Okay. I have a fear of the dark. I knew that. You did, I've told you this before, we've had a very frank conversation about it. Yeah. Um, and just to quantify that, um, like, if I'm in a safe place, i.e. like, my, my own house, um, and I've not had, I've not been, like, watching horror movies, or if, like, if I've had a nightmare... Um, which I have very frequently. I have mm. I have a nightmare most nights. Um, then it's fine. I'm not I'm not fussed by the dark at all. But if um, if I've been watching like a scary film, like for example, it, 
mm. um, which is not actually regarded as that scary a film. What, the original? No, 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 the new one. I've um, not seen that yet. It's, for me, it was terrifying. Um, but really good film, but mm. I couldn't sleep with the light off for about two weeks. Really? After that, yeah. Couldn't do it. Um, Gosh. What, did you have, like, the full overhead light on? No, 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 I had my bedside light on, so similar to that. Yeah. Um, you know, not not so it was blindingly bright, but I yeah, the idea of sleeping with the light off um filled me with dread, filled mm. me with terror to the point where I would just yeah. I mean when I was a kid it was particularly bad. I think we're all afraid of the dark as a kid, but yeah, um probably. like it got to the point where I'd have um breakdowns in the night because of how terrified I was. Really? Um yeah, like I'd I'd shriek. Like like I'd be crying my eyes out absolutely oh god just fucking traumatized because i largely put it down to my overactive imagination yeah like i can i can conjure my own worst nightmares in my own head like in seconds yeah and the same and i can't turn that off like to this day i've learned to cope with it a bit better but i still do it all the time Mm. and it's do you ever find it's like um they start creating themselves. Yeah. Like, I'll think of something that I have a negative association with. Like, for example, the girl from The Ring. Yeah. No. Like, oh, Samara, I think her mm. name is. Not a fan of her. She's no. a bit of a... She's a bit of a D-noz. She's a creepy bitch. Um, um, but my point is, I'll start thinking about her, and then my mind will jump to Pennywise from It, and then my mind will jump to something completely fabricated that I've never seen before. Yeah. Um, but it will invent something that I'm now terrified of. Um, what, like a creature? Not necessarily a creature, or a situation. like yeah, like a scenario or mm. or a, a, cre- a creature, uh, an animal, an apparition, a monster, yeah. something terrifying that I I've I've got no point of reference, mm. um, but my mind has just spontaneously created that for me to be afraid. I wonder um, if other people do that because I I kind of scare myself. Like if I'm in a situation, like I can literally be fine, like sat in the like in the middle of the day yeah. watching telly like everything's absolutely fine then all of a sudden i'll be like no i'm scared yeah and nothing will have happened oh really there's no like trigger no i'll just be thinking like what if somebody tries to break in mm. what if i fall asleep and the fire's lit and, and you burn it off yeah you know or you know what if something that I've bought from a charity shop has like a negative spirit attached to it. Like in the conjuring. Yeah. Do you no know good. like just silly things that kind of like passing thoughts. Float through my brain, then mm. all of a sudden I'm like, Oh god, I've got to throw away that really nice pair of shoes I bought for two pound fifty from the British Heart Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's something that our minds are very powerful things and I think that people to a varying degree can shut them off um yeah i can't you can't what is it i've I've heard somewhere that every human is born with a fear of heights really and a fear of something else it could be enclosed spaces so we're born claustrophobic and whatever the height one is i think those are it please correct me if i'm wrong but every other fear or phobia is learned behaviour. I can attest to that, actually, um, purely because. And you can your your fear of heights and closed spaces. If those are the two, um, I I know it was definitely two, um, 
it will either just kind of like peter out over time mm. and you'll just kind of like get over your fear yeah or it'll be exacerbated um so for me personally kind of get I've, ne- worse I've over time. never had a fear of heights so not that I obviously remember. your fear i mean it, it could have just like literally from birth just been like oh okay that's not so scary anymore and just like weaned off i mean it might not have been heights it could have been something else so my other big fear mm-hmm. is uh arachnophobia okay yeah i think that's quite a common one that's definitely a learned fear yeah because um, i remember being a kid up to about nine, ten years old, yeah. not having any problem with spiders. Loved them. I thought they were really interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. And then one day, one fateful day, I uh, put on a T-shirt. Yeah. And I felt a little... No! I felt, no. I felt a little scratching. I was no. like, oh, what's that? Anyway, scratching went away. I was like, oh, no worries. I felt it again, about here. Yeah. Went like that. Stopped. No worries. Then I felt on my neck. No. Like, right here. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell's that? Pulled my hand down. And one of those giant house spiders was in my hand. Oh. And ever since then, I, I like freaked out. I was I like, that's, that's... You were like, what? <laughs> I had like a seizure. Um, no, I didn't. I just ran downstairs and freaked the shit out. And I was like, yeah, ever since then, can't do the spiders. No, that I think that's quite, that's fair. Um, yeah, watching I'm a Celebrity has been tough. I mean, I just don't watch it. I fit, honestly, I could do a whole freaking episode on why that show sucks. Well, we should do that. We should do that next week. Yeah. Because actually, I kind of like it. Do you? Yeah, I'm into it, man. I'm into it. Oh, I am disappointed. I don't like a lot of shit TV, but I have a weakness for I'm a Celebrity. No, um, I can't. I can't bear it. They well, save, sa- it, on save, it, save it. <laughs> save it. Can we do another Things That Annoy Me episode? Oh, yes. Oh, that was so good the first time. We'll it was do that. so cathartic. We'll do that next week as well. Okay. We'll come up with like four things each. Anyway. Anyway. So, so yeah, um, Fear of Spiders was definitely a learned one. Yeah. Um, oof. I think... That was awful. My... One of my biggest fears, like... But it's, it's not even a fear, really. Like... But I can scare myself thinking about my loved ones dying. Sure, I get that. And I'm fear, fear of loss. Yeah, and like I'm fearful of that day, like you know, how it's gonna happen, when it's gonna happen, like all those sort of questions, you know, like who, what, it, when, where, and why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's kind of a fear for me, and the other one is just my main. That <laughs> went in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Callum uh, just, just vaped in my face. Um, I will stop it. Pack it in. <laughs> Sorry, Mum. <laughs> no, I actually genuinely am interested. What are you afraid of? I, Tell me your fear. I mean, I have anxiety, so everything. <laughs> Most of <laughs> Being awake. But when I'm stable... Are you just looking at your boobs? Lovely. Hike them up. Boing, 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 boing. Um, <laughs> nice little jiggle there. Well done, you. Um, I am quite scared of people. Yeah, yeah. I can, and yeah. like get on board with that the protect like i used to be really really bad but i'm not so bad anymore but i would be sort of like you know walking home from the pub or whatever 
and there'd be somebody walking in the opposite direction towards me. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, what are they going to do? Are they going to kill me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I used to get that. Or are they just going to walk past me like a normal human being? Which yes. is what most people do. Yes, they are. But then, did you ever have, like, it got to a peak where they were, like, just in front of you, and then as soon as they walked past you, I was like, ah. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I identify with that. So that's that's a fear. Um, I think I, I used to be really fucking scared of spiders, but now I'm kind of okay with them. Are you? Yeah. Oh, you can I, get all the ones out of my house, then. I think I just kind of, like, I don't, I don't know what happened. One day, I just saw one, and... I used to like literally like scream, throw everything at it, like kill it. Um, Get your flamethrower out. Yeah, I did. Like spray them with hairspray. Like I'm not like they're not my favorite animal. And if I saw one, I'd probably be a bit like, you know, like a massive one. Sure. But I think it's more that they make me jump. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah. I'm scared of them. I can get that. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I I think aside from that. It's, it's just kind of like situation depending, my fears. Yeah. I mean, and I think you mean having, like just like realistic scenarios. Yeah, and like having anxiety kind of makes it difficult to determine whether what I'm scared of is logical or illogical, whether it's actually a fear or whether I'm just having a panic attack or, yeah. you know? Um, but I, I think, I don't think there's like, anything really that I can be like categorically like I am terrified I can't even look at a picture of this yeah sure you know I don't really have anything I think I'm just so apathetic (laughs) you just don't give a shit I just don't care about anything well I think that's a great point to end on this has been the most (laughs) loosest yeah but almost hour and a half I mean, I feel like like we've had a decent chat. Yeah, I feel like we've had a good chin wagon. Also, we've got through a bunch of topics that we didn't really think we could. Exactly. So, like, we've been putting off... Well done, for... us. Yeah, go us. We are good. But, um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this kind mish-mash. of unstructured mishmash. Yeah. I mean, it's been better than a lot of unstructured podcasts I've, I've listened to. Oh, we re-listened to our trial one earlier, didn't we, Callum? Yeah, we got about a minute in before we were like, and that's going off now. The cringe. Oh, God, yeah. It was real. And uh, I showed India a podcast the other day called Auntie Donna. It's uh, an improvisational Australian podcast. I couldn't get more Uh, than a minute in. No, she wasn't a fan. I love it. I think it's great, but it's very loose and it's very silly. Yeah. Very obscure. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so thanks for listening, guys. Um, Check us out on all the socials, on Instagram, on Facebook. Join our community, Baffled. Mm -hmm. We are baffled. We're always baffled. We always. Will, we will maintain our baffledness. Oh, yeah, and I think that's quite... It's good, because anything that we don't cute. know a lot about... <laughs> Which is well. most things. Baffled, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff baffles us. The theory of re- relativity baffles India a lot, though. I think the theory of anything. The theory of everything? Yeah. Is that, have you seen that film? I have, yeah. It's... it's I couldn't, I, couldn't, right. I couldn't get through it. I got like 20 minutes in and I was like, boring! Oh, really? No, yeah, I and I love Stephen it. Hawkins. I think he's a genius, but... It, I mean, it, it, yeah. He did now. He did. But um, anyway, yeah. Cheers. See you later. Thank you. Bye. 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 That was a really odd harmony. Mm.